Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Richard Dotson, here with my fellow host, Y receiver guru, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And just some kind of guru. Garrett Price. Why did you look at me when you were talking to him? I don't know. It really, it kind of made me like, to my, you're just staring at him the eyes of my soul. I'm looking for jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> and the wide receiver guru, Matt O'Hara. <laughs> I'm a guru too. Ah. About what? Are you naming these rookie wide receivers out left and right? Are you, saying, right are you saying on a Drake. podcast that's listened by tens of thousands of people saying, hey, Justin Jefferson is clearly ahead of Jerry Judy people. I did not say that. Matt, did you say that? Those may have been my words. Yep, yep. Who's a guru? I like Stefan Diggs, though. So. Yeah, me too. Who'd you rather have, <laughs> Stefan Diggs or... Uh, that, that was a trade. The Vikings traded Stefan Diggs That's basically, for That basically was the deal. It was. It was a win-win. Few win-win trades. It was very win-win. Yeah. We're going to talk about like Justin both, Jefferson. Well, both we players won. ended up on top there. It, I, it worked out well. Yep. I moved uh, Justin Jefferson up pretty significantly in my rankings. You have to. Even, even a guy that hasn't been as high on him as I have. Like, he's, he's a wide receiver one. You have to put him in there for dynasty purposes. You just uh, don't have a choice at this point. Top 12 startup pick? No, mm. I, I still can't go there. Wide receiver number five overall since week three when he got over uh, three targets. He saw four targets starting week three. He's wide receiver five overall. He's been fantastic. In PPR leagues. He's been fantastic. Well, before we get into all this, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about today uh, because the playoffs start playoffs. Uh, this oh. Thursday for most dynasty leagues. Because if you're... If you don't have a six-team dynasty league playoff, well, get your stuff together, people. Everybody should have fun, right? Scott Fishbowl playoff started this week. Yep, they I did. Had, I had a top three. <laughs> not for us, Matt. So I had, not for us. I had not a top three high score in all the playoffs. I saw that. Crushed. Yeah, you, yeah you, you bragged about that a little, and I saw it. <laughs> Guess who's got Baker on their team? This guy. That, that dude. Guess who's got Baker on 98% of all his fantasy dynasty teams? That this guy. guy. So uh, let's get into it. Before we get into this, a word from our sponsor. Guys, gals, my bookie. If you're not using my bookie like I am, well, you're probably not rolling all this dough that I am. I'm up. I've almost tripled up. You've had some nice bets you've hit. Yeah. Brown, you were, you were, you, again, you, again, you were bragging before the show. <laughs> so I know. Yeah. Yeah. I should go just through. People just ask me for my bets. I do a lot of parlays and teasers. I mean, my bookie's got so many options. They got the casino option. They got the the future bets. Mm -hmm. They got the straight lines, the parlays, the teasers. I can't I can't stop. I'm like Puff Daddy out there. Can't eh, stop, eh, won't eh, stop. Eh. So I'm up triple my money. Triple. Triple. That's one, two, three times than I started with. And listen, you can too. All you gotta do is use all this dynasty knowledge and put it money in your pockets. That's what I do. I'm like, yeah, this team's gonna beat this team for sure. Love those money lines. Um, so now you have a chance to use MyBookie too. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today, find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games. So you'd expect to find at your local casino, maybe you don't have a local casino and this is, this is your edge, maybe you're under quarantine. And you have all this extra cash just rolling in because all your vacations are canceled. None of your friends are going out with you, so you can't go to the bars. You can't spend on anything. You got to sit there with your family, and you're like, listen, I need a hot hand in a card game. I need to spend something. Guess hmm. who can hook you up? 
our friends MyMookie. And if you use MyBookie and use a promo code, nerds, they're going to give you some free cash. Absolutely. So you can take all the cash you're winning, get free cash from MyBookie, hit me up on Twitter and ask for my bets, and I'll probably give you the loser because then all of a sudden you'll be my jinx and give, give me a losing streak. But don't blame me. I'm just a recommender. Um, and right now, if you use that promo code, they're going to give you double your money or half your money. As I say, 50, 50% up to 1000 bucks, right? Or whatever it's, you deposit. It's double, half, same thing. <laughs> Dude, if somebody gives me a nickel, I'm not complaining. I'm like, hey, thanks for a nickel, man. It's pretty nice of you. Put this in my little pocket, put you're it in no, my little piggy bank. You're no math wizard, but that's pretty good. Nope, that's pretty good. So yeah. if you put in 200, they'll match you with another 100, all the way up to $1,000. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun. Win some cash. While you're at it, use that promo code NERDS, Matt. Absolutely. Win some cash. And speaking of that, Nickel, you know, I have a, I have a, uh, you and I were roommates in college. We were. You remember that Budweiser little coin bank I had? I do remember that we both had them. Yes, I still have mine. I still have mine. It's pretty beat up. Uh, it's on its last legs for yep. sure. But I had this coin, you know, so when I get change, I used to put it in there. Now that I have a credit card, I don't ever have change, literally almost never. But the time I did, I'd put all my change in there. I was like, I will never spend this change. I had it in high school, uh, except for a brown Super Bowl ticket. And it's been still going strong for 25 years. Yeah. I think I have like $800 worth of quarters rolled somewhere from that Budweiser thing. Yeah. I've like got just, a couple thousand yeah. mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. Uh, which should cover about 1% of my Super Bowl <laughs> ticket when they go. Inflation uh, is a mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, when the Browns go, everybody's going to want to go and ruin all sure. the fun and yeah. drive with the tickets. And and I have free reign to go. My wife's like, uh, yeah, you can go. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. Does it matter the cost? She's like, no, it doesn't matter what the cost is. I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. Just, Man. just sell your children. <laughs> it don't matter. Well, here's my kids. They're like, Dad, I want to go too. So I'm like, okay, I, the kids want to go. And this is like a once in a lifetime. So the tickets are probably going to be like Bond eight grand. You, you know? yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to go. Then both my boys are going to go. So that's sixteen twenty four thousand dollars It's a lot of second mortgage. Well, what about the wife? Like the wife would probably, she's going to let just us go with the kids, not the wife. <laughs> like she watches the games with me on Sundays too. That's another six eight thousand $8,000. That's dollars <laughs> Best that, friend. That's a Kia. <laughs> Uh, you got a friend that might want to go also. And... You got a bank account too, right? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I I you got a bank account too, right? Yeah, sometimes. Hey, yeah. we're all going. We all got bank accounts. All right. Uh, so it is, like we mentioned before, it's playoff time. Some have started. Some are about to begin. And just like all Dynasty, this is the beginning. Of, if your season's over, it's also just beginning, right? Yes. Time to get into the Dynasty Nerds film room. Uh, time to start hitting up our YouTube. We're going to get a lot of more content out on YouTube. Because there's a lot more content to be had in the offseason. So make sure you get on there, like it, comment, subscribe, press that little bell icon so you can be notified when these new videos come up. You can look at all my handsomeness. You'll be like, wow, he sounds terrible. I bet he looks terrible. Yeah, well, I do look terrible. But <laughs> you can look at Matt, you can look at Garrett, and more so, just close your eyes when I'm on video and just listen to Sage Advice. Ooh. Sage. Sage. All this wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisdom, too. Yeah. <laughs> dynasty t- talk. So, but before we get into all this dynasty talk, let's talk about a couple things that happened this week, right? Let's keep people up fresh on the news and notes. Because maybe this is the only podcast they listen to for mm. football information. You never know. That's the only podcast I would listen to. Me, too. Actually, it is the only podcast I would. Actually, you don't even listen to this one. No, because I'm, I'm experiencing it live. I live it. Jer- I live this. Jer- Jared told me that he doesn't listen anymore. Because he, he's, he's here, here every week. Right. And I was well, like, you're ruining our numbers. You used to listen every week. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the one thanks less Thanks for listener. nothing. But hey, what you could also do is go to the YouTube channel. Right. Like it. Subscribe it. If you like the show, leave us a uh, rate in, comment, review on iTunes. That helps the show out a ton. It keeps us on top of the charts. 
one of the top rated reviewed shows on iTunes. Let's keep that hot streak going, Ben friends. Friends. Blenders. That's friends and family. Friends and family. Well, Oakley Tokley, okay. Get him, Ned. Let's talk about some football players. Start talking about the bad news first. Antonio Gibson. <laughs> He's got a toe? It's a turf toe. Used so, to. so it was it was because I traded for him this past week That's in, in our nerds calculator league. And oh, I gave up some trade heat. calculator? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I gave up uh, Denzel Mims and Hurley. I gave Hurley his first round pick next year. He's got a bad team, right? Uh well, his team was right on par with mine. We were like kind of middle of the road teams. Yeah, JP, your team sucks. <laughs> But not as bad as Rob Waziak's. Not as bad as what Rob's, exactly. You Thanks, ha- Rob. You have his first rounder. Yes, I do. <laughs> exactly. Is he in last place? He's in last place. <laughs> You're gonna get T Law in that league too? He traded he traded away some assets. He's like, this is this I told him the whole time, like since week one, I was like, Rob, your team sucks. Thank you so much for Trevor. It was a weekly <laughs> thing. I'm like, Rob, thank you for Trevor Lawrence. You did, you put that in the chat every week. Every week. Every yeah. week. And look. I willed it into, into fruition. So you I'm really going to get him in that league, and I'm going to get him into the uh, Nerds Invitation. Ner- yep, you'll get it there, too. Those are my only two Trevor Lawrence shares, and I can't wait. For now. For now. Where there's a will, there's a way. But, Matt, go on about your jinx. So, yeah, I um, I didn't tune in right away during that game. And, of course, by the time I turned it on, he was already out with the toe injury. It's like, oh, great, I didn't even get to see my asset work for, like, even At a all. quarter. <laughs> Not even a quarter. I didn't get to, I didn't, you know, I just acquired this brand-new shiny toy. Oh, and I didn't get to see him run the ball once. Hurts. He's been great so far this while season, While he was too. on my squad. Yeah, he's been fantastic. I thought he was going to be pretty good. You guys were like, I don't know. So everyone blame me because it was obviously clearly my fault. He, that, was the first, that was the first share I had uh, of him. And there it goes, right well, down the right down the tube. Well, at least it's not like Justin Jefferson. I was like, you know what? And then the week I was like, I'm gonna go overpay today, which is gonna be underpay tomorrow, and overpay for everybody in every league for Justin Jefferson. I'm just gonna offer big time trades, right? And I'm gonna some of me. I'll start up a little, try to open the door. Up. I went in all my leagues, and in half in, in half my leagues, Matt owns Jefferson. Justin, every every league I'm in with Matt, he owns Justin Jefferson. So I'm like, fits. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna waste. I'm not gonna even throw. In, there's no offer I'm gonna send, and he's gonna be like, Oakley Dokley Flanders yeah. me, right? I mean, I'm even in a league where I was like, okay. Did I you even offer. try Mike Williams? Ooh, that's a, that's a good. I think he's got Mike Williams in all those things. Oh, okay. too, <laughs> so, but I mean, I was in a league. I offered Mike Evans a 21 first, Logan Thomas, and like a 21 second, and it, it was a not even a response. It was just a quick note done immediately, done. which is fair. Which is fair. I get it, but that I mean that's quite a bit to give up. That is quite a bit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right? a haul. Yeah. Mike Evans, twenty one first, Logan Thomas, and like Where was the first? Second. Uh anywhere could be anywhere. I'm in the playoffs. Okay. So but I, I'm also like the seventh seed or like the I'm in the bottom of the playoffs. Okay, so you're like fifth, sixth seed. Yeah, but my team's still pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Just still pretty of, sweet. Of course. Of course. Of course it not is. that he's bragging. Nah, that's all I do is brag on this show. <laughs> I'm a I'm a self I'm a habitual bat packer. Patter. Bat Packer and Patter. Green Bay and Patter. <laughs> no, no, no. I live in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Well, matter to be exact. Home of Mitch Trubisky. Um, so the turf toe Gibson out. How long, Garrett? Do you know? Use your balls. As of right now, he's on track to miss this week. Right. Ooh, first week of the playoffs. First week of the playoffs. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we're looking at like week 16, 17 getting him back. Turf toe can be tricky, man, it especially for running backs. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect him anytime soon. Yeah. Um, so the next few weeks, I, I would think you're going to be without him. Make make plans to be without him anyway. Absolutely. So if you own J.D. McKissick, it's that's, a good time to guy. get him in your flex, get him in your running back two mm-hmm. spot for the playoffs. So many we targets. A nice sneaky guy that's going to get tons of targets from Alex Smith. 
Uh, and just a solid PPR guy. You know, going into before Antonio got Gibson skyrocketed, he was third in the league in targets, uh, third in receptions. Like he was top three in all those categories. Kind of like going back to that, like the Theo Riddick days, the Duke Johnson, all those like those sneaky guys that are running back, like low end running back ones, high end running back twos for the most yeah. part that you, you never even think about. That was JD McKissick. He right. was he was that he was that guy, uh, and he's gonna continue to be that guy with Antonio Gibson out. Does does Peyton Barber have any value to you right now at all, or no? Uh, we're related. and He still has no value to me. Whew, that hurts. It does hurt. He has no value. You think, Matt? You think he has? I no didn't value? say he did. I was, I just, asking, I was just me. asking. I'm asking you. I'm just asking the question too, Mister Defensive. I don't think so. I, I would like to say like if you're super desperate, blah, 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 but even then, I'm still probably figuring out someone else to start. No, well, McKissick's the guy that you want to own there. I mean, it's it's Peyton Barber's a very he's just a guy. It's a he, touchdown dependent. He, he's very back. touchdown dependent. That's what he's going to be. What PB would you rather own? Peanut butter or Peyton Barber? Peanut butter. Word. And Definitely you said peanut butter. You said PP. PP, not PB. Just I said PB. <laughs> you just said PP again. PB. PB. I said PB. Enunciate a little All right, bit. There. I'll, li- I'll listen back to the podcast <laughs> this time. I, don't, I said yeah. PB. PB. It still sounds like PP. It to does. you, but I'm saying PB. All right. I have a speech impediment, <laughs> anyways, but I'm for sure saying PB. All right. That guy, that guy has a lot of liquid in his mouth. I know. I'm 41. Been <laughs> this way my whole life. So you tell me. McKissick actually has running back and wide receiver eligibility on sleeper. Okay. Ooh, look at that sexiness going on here. So me if you play on sleeper, 10 targets, bonus. 10 catches this past year, this past week. I mean, who did they just beat? Who did they just beat? The yeah. Squealers. Uh, oh, I mean, Steelers. Sorry. Things are looking fishy in the <laughs> AFC North. Hey, what's the, what's it, the tiebreaker between them and the Browns? Because they only need to lose one more conference game. Ra- no, they, no, they don't. If they lose more than one more game. No, because we play them week 17. Listen, buddy, I really like the schedule. No, they have to lose two more games, and then we have to play in week 13. They week play Buffalo. 17. I already looked. Trust me. I looked right after they lost. They play Buffalo this week, then they play Cincinnati, then they play the Colts, and then they play us. But that's what I'm saying. They have two. They have one loss right now. If they lose one more, and we don't lose any more, then it would no, both be three losses if we beat them. That's what I was asking. Conference Who record? has a tiebreaker? Conference record. We could have avoided all this schedule. if you just said that first. Listen, they're not losing. Well, they could lose to the Colts and Bills. Right? And then we went out. They do not look good right now. Listen, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. No, they're not. We've already lost <laughs> twice to the Ravens, though. So they have a better conference. No, no, no we no, play no, the Ravens no, this no, week. No, we play them on Monday. I'll be there. Oh, you're right. There. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of years in the past. Yeah. Look literally. for me at the Browns-Ravens game Monday night. I'll be in row nine. Row nine? Nope, sorry. Row 12. Liar. Behind the Browns get a bench. Okay. Uh, by the 10-yard line. 10-yard uh, line. And I'll be in the aisle. They always there show that. They always show that area on TV. I'll be waving vigorously, going, "Hey, nerd herd!" <laughs> vigorously, <laughs> "Hey, nerd herd!" Hey, where are your uh, dynasty nerds uh, hoodie? No, <laughs> it's a Browns game. Where no dynasty nerds? He said, "No, no, no. <laughs> no. how dare you?" More injury. No, more good news. Well, yeah, this good. is good news. DJ Moore, DJ Moore, and Christian McCaffrey. Even better news. If you somehow made it to the playoffs, because you are, you've been listening to this show for. Six years, and you drafted so damn well that you have Christian McCaffrey, and you still made the playoffs. Still made you it. are about to be Rich Dotson rewarded. That's handsomely rewarded, Garrett. I was wondering where you're going with that. I was too. <laughs> this is what sucks about having this on YouTube. People are like, "Jigs up, Dotson." All this talk about you being a beefcake and handsome. Well, now we got documentation, and it's all been a lie. The only thing that's good about you is your dynasty takes and your rookie takes. And your crystal balls. And my crystal balls. They're right sometimes. Ooh. Giggity, giggity, goo. 
So they're coming back. DJ Moore, who's been a high-end wide receiver too, yep. uh, the second half of the season has looked fantastic. He's coming back here. They're all coming back. So Christian McCaffrey owners rejoice. James Conner, on their hand, may be back. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes because he was out for COVID, and this is a guy that we know has had cancer in the past. Right. So it would be really I would be very nervous to start him right off the bat. You probably don't have better options. But who you probably know, have better options. But if who, you're in the playoffs, hopefully, hopefully you do. But uh, with how running back has been this year, hopefully you have like a McKissick or a Wayne Goleman or somebody like both that. Both those guys over James Conner. I mean, because you ain't starting Benny Snell. Because more like Benny smells. <laughs> am I right? That guy's terrible. Bad. Bad. Wow. They're drafting wow. a running back next year. You think so? I think so. Well, you're not signing James Conner to a big contract. Eh, no. Nah. No, they're going to draft a guy. They're going to draft and, a guy. Uh, definitely they can get a guy in the back end of the first because they're a win-now team that needs to run the football because they don't run the football for some reason. Nope. Uh, they haven't run football in years. So Plenty of receivers. The got the tight end. Najee Harris would be a good player He'd on that. He'd be a great uh, fit for them. Devontae Williams would be a good player on that team. Zamir White would be a good fit. Travis Etienne would be a really good fit on that team. Catching the ball on the back. I mean, really anybody would be good there. Hey, hey you're right. Any, you know. <laughs> we're, we're naming all the top four running backs. Kenyon Drake would be good there. They sign him in free agency for cheap. Yeah, they're uh, all gonna be good. They're all gonna be um, good. Gurley, he's dealing with a knee injury. Yeah, thanks for shocking. Thanks I mean, for, is, is that even two points? Is that buddy? even news? I don't know. I feel. I mean, I feel like it was just a matter of time for Gurley's knee to kind of go, and it has, and it's it's gone. They're, they're gonna use him what just on third downs and red zone. That was kind of like kind of what they did this past week, and yeah. that's the tough part is he's gonna be active more than likely, but chances are you just can't start him. You can't. You trust just him. can't. Right. So you gotta find somebody else, anybody else, because really at this point you're just hoping he falls into the end zone. With and with how he's playing, that's basically all he can do. And really, and it's Edo <laughs> Smith. Forward. It's Edo Smith. He's been getting the majority of the, the um, work there. How is um, he doing over Brian Hill? Not not, not fantastic. No, um, not great, Bob. No, no. But Thanks, I mean, Billy. he's the guy anyway. But getting back to the DJ Moore stuff. Um, oh, are they still? Are they? Are there's like a COVID thing going on with them as well. Curtis Samuel got put on the COVID list, and then there was there was rumors that DJ Moore was on that same list as well. Did I have that, not seen that yet, but that would definitely be something worth looking up. I don't know, okay. Jared. You want to look that up and see if, if you find anything? Let us know. I just want to I want to make sure that that's yeah, at for least sure. out there um, to kind of make sure people I, know. I do believe this. Uh, I do believe that they play the Broncos this week, and the Broncos just lost uh, their top corner as well due to COVID. I believe it was. So if anyone's playing wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, it'd be an interesting. Yeah, so DJ Moore was placed on the COVID nineteen list. Okay. When? When? Um, today. And Curtis Samuels as as well, right? Yes. Oh, so fire up Robbie Anderson. So fire up Robbie Anderson because he, 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 he could be eligible to return for the game. So it, it might be one both, of those. Uh, both Samuel contact. and Moore. It's a close contact then. It's a close contact. Okay. Then, instead of a positive test, so we'll see. Um, just make definitely sh- something to monitor. Make sure to check on that. Yep. yep. All right. What about Josh Jacobs? Is he coming back? Uh, Gruden thinks maybe not. He is not optimistic about it so far. And that, that definitely worries me because we saw how Booker looked this week. Not good. No. So that's another backfield Who along with potentially Pittsburgh, along with potentially like all these backfields where we probably can't start anyone in that backfield. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's going to be a war of nutrition, Rich. Yeah. It's gonna be a war of nutrition. Eat your greens, uh, <laughs> get your vegetable. And make sure that you're staying on top of the news. Make sure you're on Twitter. I mean, this is why you have Twitter. So you yes. get up-to-date information right away. Like people are like, I don't have Twitter. Like, what are you doing? How do you play Dynasty? I don't know. Like, inject it in my veins. Like, I need it. I need to follow Shefty. Yeah. I got to. 
news breaks, I go to I go to my leagues and I'm making moves off of Twitter. So, mm, mm, mm. Um, and then Daniel Jones might come back. Did you just see on Twitter that Des Bryant like tested positive, <laughs> literally in pregame warmups for, for the game that's happening right now? And then he just said, "I'm I'm probably done for the year." Well, I mean, he was getting to play the Cowboys. You know, he had to be hyped for that game. Like at that point, if I don't get to play the Cowboys and I've fought through all this to come back, I'm probably done too. I'm just done, man. I'm done. For I made year. enough money. I yeah. quit. I don't think COVID is the reason why he's done, but it's well, yeah. well, yeah. But that's I mean, the reason he's not playing right now. It's still, it's still kind of at least funny. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey! You know who else isn't playing who? this week? Carson Wentz. Oh, Eesh. thought you were gonna say Michigan. Oh, they're, yeah, well, they're, they're also playing. true. Yeah, also. those turds aren't playing either. I call that more beat playing out because they're scared. Oh, I told my wife today. Come I know on. It's, it's not because they're scared, but it's the only way they yeah. cannot lo- lose Ohio State. But hey, it definitely saved them. Jim Harbaugh's job for another year. Yeah, that guy's terrible, too. <laughs> that, about as bad as that football team. Fine with me. <laughs> yeah, stay around, man. That's fine with me. Teams won like one game in the last 20 years versus Ohio State. Come on, get together over there. It's been bad. North. Yep. Um, but Carson Wentz benched a couple plays in for Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz has looked terrible this year. Uh, and now, I mean, it's a weird situation because now there's rumors like that the Colts might be interested because of Frank Wright and the, and the relationship yep. he had and how well he played under Frank Wright. That's a big contract. Like, they can't cut him. Right. And now they're going to have a high draft pick. They got to see what they have in Jalen Hurts. Like, what are we thinking? Let's flip the script here from a super flex perspective, right? So, two QB league. Getting back to getting back to the numbers, they like can't get rid of him. No. If he's not on the roster, he's he's gonna work. He's gonna be um, worth like fifty five, almost fifty five million dollars against. You don't, the cap you don't pay that next somebody. year, and then twenty twenty two or what? It'll be like twenty five, uh, twenty five million. So they they can't. It's another crappy contract that they're gonna be stuck with. We were talking about this Alshon Jeffrey thing for the past two years about how terrible that contract is, and Carson Wentz is is worse than his somehow. So uh, they they literally can't get rid of this guy. He's he's got a lot. They they should just do everything everything they can this off season to work with him and try to get him back where he needs to be, mm-hmm. uh, because he he just looks lost. It's it's a really tough situation, and that's going to be the thing for Jalen Hurts. I don't know that I trust him long term, not because I necessarily think he's a terrible player, but watching his tape, I I, I don't trust his arm no. from college. So and that's a, that's the main thing. That's definitely the main thing. Mm-hmm. But on top of that. Even if, let's say he has one good week. Let's say this week he looks pretty decent. The offense does good. I think that's more of a, you know, the team's been energized, new 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 blood on the uh, at the quarterback position. But long-term with how the offensive line is, with how the receivers are, with how, just with how this team is right now, I just don't see how he can be successful long-term. So as crazy as it seems, this might be the sell-high window on Jalen Hurts already. Oh, for sure, super flex, like going to the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, I'm selling Jalen Hurts if I can. If somehow you can, if you trade deadline, sec- I would take a high second today, like two one, two two, two three for Hurts today. If somebody can squeak out a late first, I would take that too because I'm with you. The arm talent, like Jalen Hurts, falls into me like kind of like the Colt McCoy, right? But more mobile. Sure, like he's a more mobile Colt McCoy. Like arm strength just isn't there. Just not overall. Like he's not a he's accuracy not a, ball placement. None of that's there for me um, when I when I watch his game. It's he. He's not as good of a passer, I don't think, as like Lamar Jackson, and he's not nearly he's the, not athlete. the athlete. Yeah. So it's it. But they're gonna try to run a similar type of offense with him. I and feel. you have to like fully commit to like that's yeah. what the Ravens had to do to even make them good, look that good for a season. Right. They had to fully invest in that type of system. I don't. I don't even know that the Eagles know what system they're trying to 
invest in right now no. and to try to do that on the fly in the middle of the season. So, so that's kind of my thoughts on, on Hertz, but going back to Wentz, I think we're going to have to look at, and, and Jared and I were talking about this on the way up. We're going to have to probably look at some type of NBA deal if they're going to end up moving him because they're not going to get the picks that he's probably worth because of how big that contract is. So you're probably looking at like a second or third round pick. That's all you would have to give up at this point to get a guy like Carson Wentz, which a Colts or somebody like that might be willing to pull the trigger on something like that. Yeah, you might be able to do something too where you get like, hey, the Colts who are going to be, if they make the playoffs, they have a late first. Hey, you know, we'll take their first and we'll give you our second in Carson Wentz. You know, sure. something on those lines to move up. But yeah, his contract is going to be the, the hindrance there. But the Colts make all the sense in the world. You know, Frank Wright, former, former worked with Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. They need a quarterback outside of. a good of, team. Yeah, outside of uh, Phillip Rivers. And they have Jacoby Prissett there as well. So they can bring him in and compete. But, I mean, hopefully, I think, can Carson Wentz be fixed is the question. Because right now, it looks like it's more mental than anything else. He's just making really bad decisions. Throwing a triple coverage instead of throwing to the open guy. It's just, I mean, he looks t- completely lost. We talked there. about quarterbacks and, and you know, a team's ability to kind of ruin them. Mm-hmm. A la David Carr. We just talked about that last week. Yeah. Yep. And this feels like it's getting to that point with him. And maybe that's why they pulled him. And and, and maybe it's it's to try to kind of, hey, Carson, take a step back. You know, kind of reset yourself. And because I don't, I honestly don't. I mean, I think it's a lovely situation. Hey, let's, mm-hmm. let's see him go to the Colts. I'm just not sure if it's feasible. It, so they may be stuck with him. They may be trying to protect their investment by pulling him out at this point in the season. I wouldn't hate a Ryan Tannehill type of situation where he goes somewhere, has to sit a little bit, and then gets the opportunity mm-hmm. to come in and, and storm the gates there. But it, w- would you guys buy low at this point? Is he worth buying low on? Because you're going to have to give up a first in in, Dyna, in super flex leagues to get him. Do you? Is it worth do it? Do you? I I think the more that Jalen Hurts plays and the closer you get to the off, listen, the dynasty season's over, right? So why the fa- why, the fantasy season's over? Yeah, the fantasy regular season's right. over. So why why even make that move now? Like odds are they're gonna give Jalen Hurts a couple more starts. Like let let people get let's get closer to the there's no more season whatsoever, no playoffs, and then then try and make some moves. Let let the draft capital start build up because. Maybe this time next year when or after the NFL draft, say the Colts say say they say they draft a quarterback or Jalen Hurts starts for the rest of the season. I mean, Carson Wentz's value can only go down. Like it's not going up by any means. If he gets traded to the Colts, even then, is that a huge spike to to do his value? It helps a little bit because he's a starter. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it help. I would think it would help a lot because he's he's going to a situation where the offensive line isn't Things a wreck. Stable. They have they have actual established wide receivers there and and a very similar system. So, but it, then he's worth a fir- then then I feel comfortable giving him a first because I know he goes to the Colts. I right think now, at that point you'd have to give more than a first if he went there. I so think I, I could be wrong. I think the move is if you if you know that the person in whoever owns. Uh, the shares of Carson Wentz in your league. If you know that person is disenchanted with with Wentz at this point, then go strike now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess. but, yeah. but if it's if it's a, if it's one of these things where the guy's holding on or the the lady whoever owns mm-hmm. the shares is holding on, then you wait. You just hold. You just so, wait it out. So you wouldn't give a first right now. Would you Would you give a high second to get Carson Wentz? Here's Here's I would definitely give a high second, hundred percent, because he's gonna get another opportunity somewhere to start. Like I think so too. If somebody trades for him, you're taking on his contract. He's going to play again. He's going to be given at least an opportunity to play again. And for me, the, the only thing I, I hesitate to do that with is because this draft class is so it's tough. deep at quarterback and position players. And right now, 
if I could just, I could probably, you know, how many quarterbacks are going to go in a super flex draft by the time we get to this time in April? I get a position player saying get a Devontae Smith, right? Saying get a Jamar Chase mid delay first. And say that person turns into a la, like we're talking about a Justin Jefferson, right? Right. You can trade Justin Jefferson for Carson Wentz in a super flex league right now and get Carson Wentz plus. You can get that quarterback that's middle of the road plus. Like, so to me, I know the super flex position is valuable, but I'm, I'm always looking for the better fantasy football player. So I believe currently that better fantasy football player right now is in the 2021 first round rookie draft. Real quick, Wentz or Darnold? Right now, similar position. Do I do I have to pick one of those two? I would you take Darnold. Must. I would take Darnold. Really, I would still take Wentz. Here's why I would, I would take Darnold. Go ahead. I would take. I'm with you. you. Wentz I would take is Wentz. Darnold. You know, we are we. I know we've said a hundred times, and it, I, at this point, it's. I don't think it's a joke. Adam Gase is a, a ruiner of football talent, right? Like we've seen every single player of a skill position that has shown talent, but has suffered under Gase move on and succeed at a high level, succeed and get new contracts. So for me, I thought that Sam Darnold coming out had a lot of promise. And we got to remember when he came out, he was 20 years old. He was 20 years old. So he's still super young and whatever quarter now, Barron now Barron, they're going to, they're, they're going to, if they draft Trevor Lawrence, he's going to get a fresh start somewhere too. He's going to trade it and get a fresh start off the jets, which at this point, any team besides the jets is a better situation. So for me, I thought he showed enough promise. I think he's smart enough and still talented enough to be that long-term quarterback. And he's, what's Wentz, 27, 28? Somewhere Wentz, those Wentz is 27 and Darnold is 23. 23. Right, so he's 23. So I would take, some quarterbacks when they come out are 23, 22 years old. So for me, I would rather, if I, either one's a gamble. Sure, right? they're both a gamble. In dynasty, give me the extra four years and give me, they're both most likely going to get a fresh start. Most likely. For for me, I would rather take the guy that I've seen that he can do it. I've never seen that Darnold can do it. So I would rather take the guy that I know it's in there at least. Yeah, but this guy, there is, and it's not, here's another reason why. It's not just Carson Wentz all of a sudden this year falling off the map and being looking lost. He's also got a long, prolonged history of injuries. Sure. Consistent. So, so does Darnold, though. No, a long history of injuries? Darnold missed a ton of time last year. He missed a ton of time this season. He's he's been pretty banged up too. He's been banged up. Okay. Well, I would take if I'm gambling again. If it's fifty fifty for me, give me the four year age difference. Right? For me, it's more improved in track record, so okay. that's why I'd rather go that way. Me too. As, as me as well. Um, and some quarterbacks come in like Brandon Whedon, and they're like twenty nine years old. <laughs> they are like twenty nine <laughs> years old. Yeah, super grandchildren. To get, to get back to your, yeah. <laughs> to your other point. Hey, yeah, I got grandkids. Welcome to the Browns. It's my team. Uh, so move on. Let's move on. Move on. Garrett, you have a question. I do have a question. Do we think that Devontae Adams should maybe be in the conversation as the most valuable player in one QB? Okay, the way you worded it makes it a yes. But my answer is no. Okay. Uh, multiple reasons here. Is, so uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think, is still clearly the the one one. Yes. After that, I think... I think it's really tough to clearly put anyone above him. Well, you have Tyreek Hill. I'd rather Adams. Okay. But it's these are just these are the people that are in the conversation. Yeah, right. Tyreek Hill. I mean, Hill, we're right. nitpicking. We're nitpicking. Um, DeAndre so, Hopkins is in that conversation. DeAndre Hopkins. 
Uh, I honestly would start looking towards, we mentioned earlier, Justin Jefferson is starting to creep in this. I think Justin Jefferson's creeping into this category of upper echelon wide receivers. <laughs> Matt's smirking over there. It's, it's, <laughs> he's so happy. I mean, again, you see so me happy. try to hide it for like a second you and then tried. it just. <laughs> and, and, here, and I want to, because we're talking Devontae Adams, right? So right. like, here's what I think about like this situation. So Devontae Adams, could he be number one? Yeah. We're, you're splitting hairs either. Whoever we talk about here, it's not a real argument because you're splitting hairs. If you want Devontae Adams, take Devontae Adams. If I want Tyree Kill, I'll take Tyree Kill. If you want Christian McCaffrey, you take Christian McCaffrey. You want DeAndre Hopkins. If you like DK Metcalf, take D. Metcalf. I don't recommend that, but... Barkley's probably still in the conversation. Barkley's in that conversation. Um, but to me, if, if I'm doing a startup and, and I'm looking at these guys toe-to-toe, I mean... Justin Jefferson's 21 years old. Mm. Devontae Adams, 27, <laughs> 28 years old, right? I think he's 20. I don't know. Either Look way. It up, Jake. So, like, but I don't think I don't think the difference is that far. But now again, I would take Adams ahead of Jefferson all the time. 27. It, to, to say he's a number one asset, I wouldn't go that far because is he, he's a top five nine startup pick, which makes him a number one asset. I think anybody who's a number one first round startup. Dynasty pick is a number one asset. It's your first pick. It's what you're building your franchise around. So it's right. a number one asset. So one one. Would you take Devontae Adams one one? I'd take him one two. You take him one two. Would you? Where would, would you take him one one? No, but I wouldn't laugh at somebody if they did. I mean, that's I, to your point, I, think, I would. And, right? and neither would I. It, part of it has been, and the only thing that's tough is we don't know who they could potentially bring in next year. Right. Part of the reason he's been so fantastic is. He just gets targeted like crazy. And that was part of the reason Michael Thomas was so good last year. So that's the one thing that does give me a little bit of pause. But he has just been so fantastic game after game. Like the consistency has been unreal. Outside of the game where he was injured and and he went out after, you know, a few drives or whatever it was. I think he only had like six points that game. He scored a touchdown, at least one. After after one drive. He only had like six points. Right, right. (laughs) But he has scored a touchdown in all but one game. And most of those games, it's been multiple, multiple yeah. touchdowns. Like a bad game so far this season is like, oh, he only got six catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. Dang. He only got me like 20 points. Mm-hmm. Like he's been that good. Yeah. And I agree. I'm not turning to any kind of like distant Devontae Adams. Right. I love the guy. I liked him coming out. Right. You know, he, I'm just trying to figure out how far away he is from. He's not. That 1-1. Let, let, let's establish this right now. He's not far away from one, one whatsoever. But we got to remember, this is a guy who does not routinely get routinely get over a thousand yards receiving. His numbers are fantastic, but you mentioned they're grossly inflated by the amount of touchdowns he's getting, which again, this is what he does. He did in college coming out of Fresno yep. state with Derek Carr. He's doing it now with Aaron Rodgers. but you mentioned as well, there's nobody else there. And there's one thing I guarantee that's going to happen this offseason. The Packers are going to get a receiver. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. You're going to, you're going to guarantee gonna that. Guarantee it. I want to, I mean, I can guarantee that none of us know what the hell they're going to do. And I think they may just buy another running back or something. Like Rogers said grab, they, grab he wanted a receiver. Let's get another well. fullback slash tight end. Exactly. Let's <laughs> whether it be the, I'll be at the draft loaded at wide receiver or whether it's free agency, I will almost guarantee they get Rogers another weapon. I mean, he came out and said, it I want to make sense. It, it would, would make sense. sense. I would guarantee it. Like they're, get her home. They're going to look Garrett to please Rodgers because they're a Super Bowl caliber team right now. Oh, you know, for sure. Absolutely. Out. So for me, that that comes into it a little bit, right? Um, to, so I, that, that so like, 
Tyree Kill. He's a little bit younger. Yes. He He's got Pat Mahomes. Not by much. Is he uh, 26? 26. 26. Uh, who's currently the wide receiver one overall right now? Now, Garen, he played more two games. more games. Than but that is Adams. something else about Adams we have to take into account. Almost every year he misses at least a game or yep. two. You know, little, here four, little four game stretch. Yeah. Uh, Happens almost every season. When he's on the field, though, he's just fantastic. So I, I want to flip the script on this question and go back. Okay. Because I, I mentioned his name beginning the show and afterwards is Justin Jefferson. Third time's a charm. Because what we talk about all the time, well, what, what's an overpay today is underpay tomorrow. Yep. I feel like we're in a situation here, and we kind of talked about, about CeeDee Lamb here, but I feel more to be watching him. Like, I went back and watched that Minnesota game again. Like, his route running it's is been fantastic. so mm. good. He's 21 years old. He's six foot three. He's a rookie year. He's doing things nobody's ever done before at a, as, a, as a receiver. Preach. Um, Just keep talking. <laughs> to me, if you, we, we all know the price tag right now. If you want Tyreek Hill, if you want Devontae Adams, right? The price tag. Is enormous. You could probably throw DK Metcalf into this category. If you want to sure. get DK Metcalf, the price is outrageous. DeAndre Hopkins, price is still really expensive. I would say it's slightly less. Even so, I have him ranked really high. Less than Adams and Hill. I think so. He, the, the past few weeks have been down a little bit. He's, He's a tiny bit older. Injury, so it's, yeah. it's hurt Hopkins a little bit. <clears throat> if you want that next guy, right? Those guys, that, that upper echelon receiver mm-hmm. that get, literally gives you for six, seven years Year in, year out. The Julio Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while, they're A.J. Green. The guys can give you those points year in, year out as a top five fantasy receiver. Those guys are extremely expensive in what you build your franchise around. Right. That's Justin Jefferson, right? Now, it, it's his – I mean, Matt, you could speak you, – you you know him better than me from what you st- – like, we all, we all like Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. It's the contested catches that set him apart, I, I feel like. He, he is like – I mean – for a guy that's only you know 195 pounds or so, he plays much bigger than that. He's very aggressive. He has a great my ball mentality, and like you said, his routes are phenomenal. And you know he's one of the best guys to come out this past year. Him and Jerry Judy, I think, were the two guys how, that were the best route runners out of the group. How many guys for you, Matt, right now would you take ahead of Justin Jefferson? This is where I want to get at. All right, how many guys would I take ahead of him? <clears throat> we're talking a startup situation. If we were starting a draft right now today. I would take three. Yeah, I mean, it's not many because of the age factor. Right. Um, and let me let me take a look, I guess. I I haven't thought of this. Uh, you guys kind of sprung this on me. Yeah, sorry. DeAndre Hopkins. And even that, that even it's, then. It's close. It's close. Right. It's really close. I and think then, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill Tyree are clearly Hill. ahead. Right. I think those are the two guys. What about Michael Thomas? I would take Justin Jefferson. I would no, take, I would take Thomas today. I would take Thomas today. But, like, but Drew Brees. Right. Drew Brees, who knows what's happening with there. him and and – I feel like this, the, the quarterback and, and the system are in place there. I, I mean, I know that. Thomas still. I still have Thomas ahead of him in my rankings. Okay. But it's close. It's close. Yeah. So four. So then you're looking at guys like. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. D.K. Yep. Metcalf. Yep. D.K. Metcalf. Um, are you looking at like a Chris Godwin in that kind of light? Oh, Justin Jefferson. Easton. I would take Jefferson over Godwin. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mentioned before the show, before the show started, Me too, I offered uh, Mike Evans yeah. a 21 first, Logan Thomas, and a 21 second, and I got denied. Yeah. And I thought that was like, okay, I'm going to overpay here. Like, I'm gonna, right. I, what I felt like when somebody looks at that offer, like, oh, that's a good offer for Justin Jefferson, who's only been doing this for 12, you know, 12 weeks. Instantly denied, which makes, which right. that's fine too. So what I'm saying is like, I'd be willing to pay that. If he would have countered, if he, to tell you the truth, if he would have countered to me and said, I want your 21 first, I want your 22 second. I want Mike Evans and I want Logan Thomas. 
I would have hit accept. Is that tight end premium? No, it's not tight end premium. But here's why. Because none of those draft picks are, odds are, odds are, because I was going to odds are none of those draft picks down the road are going to give me what Justin Jefferson's going to give me. There's no value. That is a playoff championship caliber player year in, year out. That's a true guy. Like, Mike Evans isn't somebody you build your franchise around, not right? At, not at this point. No, I mean, three, four years ago, yes. Not, There's not very anymore. few players that you could literally say you build your franchise around. Well, and he's one of those guys that I, you can get. So there's no draft capital I would not give up. If you're, there's no draft capital I would not give up. Besides maybe 1-1 one, one this year in a super flex league. Mm-hmm. And maybe... It's what you're shooting for with these high picks. It's what you, This is what you want. This is exactly what you want. So... But there is a point where it's a diminishing, you know, law of diminishing returns, though. If you're giving up three first-round draft picks to build a team around, you're not going to have anything to build around right. this one player. So it, there is, like, both sides of the of the coin there. For for me, who on this show, I've been the lowest on, on him. Right. Just to kind of show where he's at, I have him at wide receiver eight overall, and I know I'm the low guy. And that just shows, as a rookie, to be able to even get in the top 12 – let alone all the way up to eight on somebody that's not been as big of a fan as other people, just shows how high he's climbed up the list. Would you rather have DK Metcalf or Justin Jefferson? I have Jefferson higher than DK. I don't even ask you. I'm going to ask you any of these guys. Uh, A.J. Brown or Justin Jefferson? I have Brown higher. You have A.J. Brown higher? I do. Matt, you're a big A.J. Brown fan coming out as well? I, I am. Uh, I still have A.J. Brown ahead of him right now. Do, but you have AJ Brown? Yeah. do you want me to just read you my list? Sure. Okay. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, and then Justin Jefferson at eight. But I do have to admit that I, I have to adjust my rankings. Um, I, it has been probably about a week since I did mine. So, so you would take Terry me. McLaurin yep. out of Justin Jefferson? I would. I would take Terry McLaurin. It's very, very close, but I would take Terry McLaurin over him. I love Terry McLaurin, uh, but I would take Justin Jefferson over Okay. Because I just – not only is he a true number one receiver, but he's a true bona fide touchdown receiver. You get, what do we love about Devine Adams? We're talking about – you know, touchdown yeah. maker with his speed. Those change good games into great games. That, that's some of the, so there's a lot of really good receivers, like Julian Edelman, right? A lot of mm-hmm. good PPR. There's good receivers out there. They're really good fantasy receivers. But the difference are the guys that score touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Justin Jefferson will be for years to come, I I believe, because mm-hmm. uh, he does everything well. And it's, it's the things that we saw on tape, Matt, coming out of LSU that we see now he's doing in the NFL – and excelling as well yep. at a high level. You wanna, so want to hear something crazy? I have eight receivers that are rookies that are top thirty six guys. So wide receiver one, two, or three. I have I have eight guys that makes already. Sense. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, because in a normal year that's crazy. That is this nuts. year it's not right. That are but rookies. A, you said that are rookies this year. Eight guys that are in the top. You know that would be in the top three wide receivers. That spots. makes sense. I mean, because I mean, you definitely have C Lamb in. I there. have nine. You have nine? Yeah. Okay, I'm trying Rookies? to see which one I don't have. You probably don't have Brandon Ayuk in there, dude. Brandon Ayuk, I don't, but he, I, I'm he probably going to have to put him in there. You better bump him up. I yeah, think I, I have I'm like gonna 33 have, or something like that. Yeah, right around, I, th- I would take him as like or right 34. around 36. But yeah. all, I mean, yeah. every guy that we talked about this year, all those, they're all, Claypool, who's someone we didn't talk about, enter that mm-hmm. category. They're all, fan, they're all franchise builders. Yep. Like the build, like if you mm-hmm. went all in Mims on this 2020 Pittman class, and, like we were talking about doing, like remember before the class, like, hey, you can blow up your whole team. And just draft this class from this class and build a solid foundation for a contender for years to come. And if you did that, I mean, you did in our uh, old league. If you have a, a foundation of CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, 
Denzel Mims, and Michael Pittman Jr., you're looking pretty good. The future looks bright. Absolutely. Once Trevor Lawrence gets to New York with Denzel Mims, sky is the limit. Because Denzel Mims... He looks is, fantastic. Denzel Mims is showing promise in an Adam, Adam Gase-led offense. How? He's the next Julio Jones. Exactly. He's the next How? Jonathan Jefferson. <laughs> well, and, and we know his athletic measurables are off the charts. Off the tr- him and Trevor Lawrence are going to do mad. Like, he's <laughs> I like, can't wait. He is a great off-season buy in Dynasty. Uh, he's like, he's something that I, I would enter. I have a lot of Denzel Mims shares and he's I just a player I trade up for, but I want more. Like I want as many of these rookie wide receivers I can get out of this 2020 class. And if any of them give me the 20 from the 21 class, I would take a for sure thing. Cause I feel like all of them are a for sure thing. And even Jerry Judy is probably the one that's probably taking the biggest hit out of all these guys when it comes to like perceived value. Sure. Of what I've seen in the field. He's still a fantastic wide receiver. Still looking good out there. Yep. So when you were talking about Devonte Adams, I had to get in some Justin. No, Jefferson no, talk absolutely. Because, I mean, I really do like it, it's been building. It's been building. He's a talk of the town, but when it comes to dynasty, sometimes even when the iron is hot, you still have to, you still have to go after it. When the price is seems ridiculous high, it could you're like, it can't get any sometimes high. it's it, worth it, it to buy high. It can go high. He's the kind of player and under overpay today is an underpay tomorrow. And I don't know what it takes, but right now, I mean, you're only the problem is too a lot of leagues I'm in that have him that Matt doesn't have him in. They're all playoff contenders because he's a wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, I he went up, late in the draft. Like you said, I blew up that team, and I I wasn't as god awful as I should have been if had it been a blow up in a normal year because I totally demolished that team and I brought in mostly all rookies and it was guys week in and week out I was starting Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. when you know before all yeah you know, imagine if he still had Dak right now yeah absolutely I had A.J. Brown on that team and then I I have an established quarterback and a an established tight end so so the lesson with all of this though is all of these other guys we mentioned. Buy them now before they get to Jefferson prices. It's like, the future face of the wide receiver position. Yes. Yeah. Get Four these years guys now. now. Because now, because we know McLaurin and A.J. Brown and D.K. are already up there, so you can't get those guys anymore. you you got to get them before they get to that point because then you're you're paying significantly less than trying to get some of those types sure. of guys now. I mean, a C.D. Lamb is a guy that I would be going after if yep. you know, in, leagues that I, in leagues that I do T. not Higgins. already have. Exactly. T. T. Higgins. Higgins. They're all there, dude. These guys all. are in are – in, situations where the team is not doing well so they're not and they're still producing okay numbers yeah. but once that that team gets back on track once the once um joe burrow comes joe back burrow, thank you. i was yep. thinking justin burrow you're I'm just like i can't say it again joe burrow joe gets Herbert. back once dag <laughs> once dag gets back those rookies i mean they're gonna be second year players by then but they're gonna really take off and, yep. and the price is gonna also go with it and some of them we've seen the floor like two two guys i think are still streaming Extremely valuable. Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. Look what the Raiders are doing right now. When those guys get their feet under them, those are great guys. You know, yep. and they're probably on the bat. They're probably with Jerry Judy on the back end. And I'm with you guys. You know, Denzel Mims, all those guys. So let's move on. We have a lot of wide receiver talk. But before we do, Ooh. can we have another word from another sponsor? Let's go over to our guys at Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike. Com. It's the only performance-based stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes just like they were stocks. I was looking at something that they had put on their, their Twitter feed this week and guys that had really raised their value over 20-some percent. Guys like Darren Waller this mm. week with his monster performance. Was that like a 51-point game or something? Unre- 200 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> just unreal. Uh, Mike Gusecki really increased. He's been increasing his stock lately. Yep. Cam Akers 
mm. quite a big spike. I would sell now if I could, but uh, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, sell, sell while the iron is hot. Uh, but those are some of the guys that... <laughs> Am I allowed I to love, say that? Was that kind of mean? I love your mixed metaphor there. Yeah. <laughs> Sell while you're right. Sell because <laughs> it'll get cold. Exactly. Uh, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so you guys can get started today by visiting predictionstrike.com and sign up with the code DYNASTY to get an additional $10 off your first deposit of $20, $20 or more. That is predictionstrike.com keyword DYNASTY. Nice. Let me tell you about something too. Tell me. Let me tell you about... My friends at Fubo TV. Fubo TV is going to give you an opportunity to cut that cord. More people are cutting the cord left and right. I have direct TV. I want to cut the cord. Do I know why? They don't have channel three, and that's where the Sunday night football is. I can't watch Sunday night football. Couldn't watch the Chiefs game. What? Yeah, because the, yeah, they're in negotiations. Time to go to Fubo. Yeah, time to Fubo. go to Fubo TV. I am you moving to Fubo it. TV because this is absolutely ridiculous. Everybody's cutting the cord lately, because and this gives you an opportunity to pay less for the same channels. If you want more channels for less money... Fubo TV is going to give you the opportunity, and they got some really good discounts going on now, too, for our listeners with the promo code Dynasty. Fubo TV, that's F U B O TV.com backslash Dynasty, and you get 15% off your first month by going there. And they're going to give you a free trial as well. It's which awesome. Is great. No, I love that. No cable box, no nothing. It's just internet based so nice. TV. And it's amazing. I, I haven't had cable in, I don't know, two or three years or something like that. And Fubo, Fubo TV is a good option. Dude, I mean, they my, have, my NFL, cable they have is NFL crazy. Network. They have Red Zone on there as well. So All so nice. Yep. Dude, they have live sports, news, and primetime TV. No complicated contracts. And right now you get a, you get DVR installation. It's only $65 a month. Can't beat that. The DVR is it's all digital as well. It's great, man. Um, Dude, yep. Fubo TV, get it. You can add Fubo TV to your. You can download it. Never miss an NFL game, NBA, MLB, NHL, Premier League, La Liga, college sports, and more. There's no risk to try it out. Get full access to Fubo TV for a few days for free, for free. And right now, again, Fubo is TV is offering our listeners a free trial and 15% off your first month by going to FuboTV.com backslash dynasty there's no contracts and you can cancel anytime so it's literally giving you a chance to try it for free cut that cord or whatever you're using i guarantee it's not going to be as good as fubo tv try it out today that's f-u-b-o-t-v.com slash dynasty there we go so let's get one more topic in here uh before we move on all right let's do it the nerd herd episode there's six, maybe seven rookie running backs. We're talking about the rookie receivers that could be considered running back once. Which ones are we buying? Yeah. Is I've, it like the receivers? Is it like it's similar? It's mm. it's very similar, at least in my opinion. I put this this tweet out this, this week. It's and it's more or less where we got. I put six. I got a lot of, of backlash that I should put acres in there. So I put acres in there. It's a conversation, even though there's he's nowhere near number one for me. Uh, no, not number one at all. No. He's number seven. Yeah, he's number seven. <laughs> it's clear. Uh, but of these guys, are there any, it would probably be easier and quicker to say, are there any that you're not buying at this point for the cost? No, none of them. I want them all. I even want acres. Like I said, I just went out and um, I made a trade for Gibson. I think he was the guy that I was most hesitant about on this list. Mm-hmm. And I just went and traded because he had done enough in, in my eyes that to establish himself in this list. The only the only ones that I would question maybe I already mentioned Acres I'm not I'm not huge on Acres, the only other one which is interesting because I've been the truther on this podcast for this guy uh, especially early on in the season when I said I was buying, but James Robinson's the only one that's iffy for me. Not me. Here's the reason why 
I fully trust him as a player. I think he is a great running back, great vision, tough between the tackles, good hands. No questions about him as a player. My only slight hesitation is the current cost mixed with the high likelihood that there is a different front office and head coaching staff there in Jacksonville next year. That's the only hesitation. Would I still buy probably? Yes. But that's the only thing that even would make me pause. Well, here's the problem. I don't I don't believe in my dynasty teams paying the price tag. Like I can never give what Matt gave up in Denzel Mims and a twenty a mid twenty one first in a super flex league for Antonio Gibson. I couldn't do it. I, Could you do it for any of these running backs right now? To be fair, I'm set at most positions in that league except for running backs. And you're in the playoffs. I am I could have made the playoffs. Oh, with that. <laughs> had I won. Okay. And then he broke his toe on uh, the first carry. So I got demolished. So no, I'm not in the playoffs, but I just missed. Now now after ten seconds of thinking about this, realizing for my Debbie my Debbie peeps over here and over here, um, of how abysmal the running back class looks in the future, I guess the time is to buy now. Um and you Probably want these guys, but going to James it. Robinson, like I think he's—I mean—he's running back four in a year. He's been so leagues. good. He's looked really good for Jacksonville. He's one of the only bright spots in Jacksonville on a team that does have many bright spots. And I think any competent GM knows, like you don't go pay running. But this is what you do: you use these guys. Right. So to me, I think we got four years of James Robinson coming yep. in, at least three, because he's an undrafted free agent, so his contract's only three years actually. So you got three years of James Robinson, and maybe. After next year, because he is that, he gets a, a, a decent deal. And that would be like the nice $6 thing. Six million a year. That that would be the nice thing is because his contract's up sooner, maybe it helps him get a second contract. Yeah. You know, that would be an additional three years or four years or sure. something like that. And, and we're looking at these guys. Three of these guys are running back ones in a year. Clyde Edwards Lawyer's running back 12. Tony Gibson's running back five. James Robinson's running back four. Mm-hmm. So they're already running back ones. And these are... Besides Edward Lair, two of them were the ones that were drafted later. In them. And, and Taylor and, and Swift are knocking on the door of that as well. So am I, am I buying any of these guys? I would take any of these guys over, uh, except for maybe Akers. I would take, besides Akers, I would take any of these guys over right now, any of the 21 running backs. And I don't blame you. Even though I like Etienne as a prospect, yes. there's still a lot of question marks about where he's going to end up, how he's going to be used. System fits. All yeah, I would rather yep. take the known entity as opposed to the unknown entity. Because even that, even Jonathan Taylor, who everybody loved beforehand, then he lands in the most perfect situation possible, is still behind. Like, you know, like right now, some guys, if you're, if you're doing a redraft league, you're taking Gibson ahead of uh, Jonathan Taylor. You are. You're taking, no, I'm just, the com- <laughs> let me say this, the common people are taking Gibson ahead of, uh, like, say you're in just a regular league, a regular right. redraft, you're, you're a casual fantasy player. Sure. Next year going to your draft, your redraft league, you're taking Gibson ahead of Jonathan Taylor. You're taking James Robinson ahead of him. I think by the end of the year, you'll take DeAndre Swift ahead of him going to the next year. Uh, you would take Clyde Edwards-Alaire ahead of him going, just, again, the casual player, right. redraft. You know what I mean? So it's like, even then, the most perfect player in the most perfect situation you don't know. So He looked really good this week. He looked great. <laughs> and a big chunk of those plays came in the pass, that one big The one big pass. play, but yeah, he had a lot of really nice runs. He looked great. And, yeah. and hopefully he does come along because hopefully his vision can improve here. Mm-hmm. But still, I would take any of these guys over. And I love ETN just as much. He's my running back one so far going to class. Mm-hmm. I have my early analysis. Um, arguably, if I need a running back, the 1-1 one, one, sure. uh, next year. But still, I would rather take somebody who's already young and has already shown it. And I, I know for sure they're going to be good. I like their situation. And ETN's roughly the same age because he stayed for his senior year. So he could have been in this class. So he's he's roughly the same age as all these guys. But, I mean, they're all – do I want – am I buying for the right price? Yeah, I would like to buy these guys for 
a 21 first if I like it's gonna be hard to do that, but I don't know if I can give a 21 first and 21 second in a right pick mid range. If I need a if I need a running back, I'd give up any pick. So let's say let's say you have a top three pick because I think that's the only way you're getting it done with just a first and second. Probably would you give up a top three first round pick and and a second round pick and, to get any one of these in a non super flex in a non super flex. Yeah, I'm okay with that as well. Yeah. I if, would as well if I need a running back. Yeah, because. Yep. I would plan on taking a running back there anyways, and right? You'd, have, like, you'd be crossing your fingers that they're this good. Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. There's there's not one guy on this list besides Acres that I would not feel comfortable giving up a top three pick for. Yep. As high I'm as one you. one. In yep. a, in a 20, I'm with you. And again, if I if I and that's barring I'm set everywhere else. And now if you have one one, it's hard to be set everywhere else. And I'm not building my team around like unless you got lucky and traded for that pick. So the list again: Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, James Robinson, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, and Akers. Maybe Akers. Maybe Akers. Maybe Akers. <laughs> so, so, just because we've been talking yeah. so long, I wanted to refresh Make sure everyone line. knows. No, yep. I'm glad you recapped that. And like I said, it would have to be where I traded in that 1-1, one, 1-2, one, 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 because if not, I'm taking the young receivers. I'm taking Devontae Smith. I'm taking Jamar Chase. I'm taking, you sure. know, I'm taking Bateman. I'm taking more. You know, I'm taking a receiver. Right. The, like, I'm not, again, the running back's the last piece you add when you rebuild it. You don't. If you, you have don't the one start one, with the running back. Yeah, yep. if you have the one one, you finish with the one one because your team's just abysmal. You don't start with the running backs the, ever. The, the good news is too, chances are if you do have the one one and you're like, I, I want to make sure I'm building around my receivers, chances are you can trade down to one three and get the same guy that you were going to take at one one because everybody else is probably going to go running back. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about that this offseason. Yep. Yeah, if you need a running back, like you trade back, and if, even if you have the one one, I think in this class it's so deep. If you can get just another twenty one second and move back to one three one four. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, who's a burn. I mean, he's a burner. Yep. More Bateman. I mean, there's there's a lot of really good wide receivers, and even even late, there's going to be guys like I'm not huge on him, but like Seth Williams. A lot of people are really high on Seth Seth Williams, Sage Surratt. Um, you know, I really like Tamori and Terry, but there's been issues at Florida State with him and stuff. But there there are a lot of really good prospects with good upside. I mean, look what Devontae Smith did this weekend. Tore up. And what he's doing. Like, and people were talking to him about him being the best receiver in Alabama last year. Amon Ross St. Brown had four touchdowns in the first quarter this week for USC. It's insane. Four in the first quarter. It's insane. It's, it's, it's a really And he'd be a St. Brown's brother, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say. And he's he's a big guy, right? He's in like the 6'3 he's range. He's not. Or? No. He's, he's, a, he's okay. a little bit undersized. He's more of the slot. S- yeah, the slot guy, uh, Golden Tate okay. kind of. So he's not as big as brother. I thought he was. No, like, no, okay. his brother's really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, he is not. He's okay. he's a little bit more. But he plays very physical for his size. Nice. Okay. So love it. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, everybody, good luck as we enter the the twenty twenty playoffs. 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 Been a crazy year. If, if you made it, there's a lot to get through. It shows your depth. It shows your draft savviness, and hopefully, we've been some help along the way. Yeah, this was nope. a weird and wacky year. Don't, sure. don't don't be distraught if you don't. The, again, this we play dynasty fantasy football. It's three sixty five. Even when you're losing, you're winning. So there's a lot of work to be. If you did if you didn't make the playoffs, maybe because it was injuries, maybe you had Dak, maybe you had Christian McCaffrey and Saquon. Great, you're in a position of really deep. If you're ever gonna do that, this is the year to do it because this draft class we mentioned so so deep and yep. the real work's just beginning for you. And you got a leg up. Start getting into it. Get into the dynasty nerds film room. Get in there. You know? If you're not a member of the so nerd, many. maybe maybe in season you're like, listen, I don't need I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need to be a member of the nerd herd for the the rankings and the video analysis because I'm just I'm focused on the season. Well, if your season's over, 
you need a little bit more help. Now's right? the time. Now's the time. We have so many tools on nineinsurgents.com to help you take that non-playoff team and make it a playoff team. And there's nothing that we take more serious than our rookie evaluation time. I mean, we spend months and months digging into these players, which you're going to need even more this season because there's not as many games. There's there's a lot of question marks about guys that didn't get as much time that declared for the draft, and you're going to need that more than ever this season. Yeah, I'm not afraid to uh, say, if, you, if you're new listening this year, if you look back at our last six years of rookie analysis, uh, I would consider... I, I, I would I'd be hard pressed for see proof of people that do better job than we do, like of that just analysis to put you in the right position. Agree or disagree? But on top of that, of actual hits mm-hmm. of you know second round guys that we told you we liked, others don't like guys like Antonio Gibson, um, better than other people in the industry. You know, mm-hmm. everybody does a good job in surgery. A lot of people t- put a lot of work in there. But sometimes, even if it's a difference between us being 70% right and other guys being 60%, that 10% be more is a difference between you getting that guy that's a long-term play in the second round, third round, and not getting that guy. Yep. And those guys do make a difference. Again, a lot of times in this draft, it's going to be hard to mess up the first round. In the 2020 class, it was hard to mess up the first round. But it's not just the first round you're drafting. It's the second round. It's the third round. It's the fourth round. And all those picks matter if you can hit. They're long shots. But when you do make those, that's where you take your team from being a middle-of-the-road team to a true dynasty, and that's what we're here to do. And there's a lot of stuff to help on DynastyNerds.com, our rankings, our rookie stuff, our nerd scores, yep. and a Dynasty Nerds film room to start right now. That's where you want to dig in right now is get ahead of this, watch some early film, and then you're going because you want to do it now to get a good base, and then you're going to circle back after a draft because it's important to watch this stuff now, then watch the combine, then watch the NFL draft because – that to me is where you get the leg up because after that happens, a lot of people's opinions change really quick. And we talk about all the time. Don't let that stuff get you away from the tape. And it happens all the time. It happens even with happens Taylor. to us. Happens all the time. Happened with Jonathan Taylor this year. Mm. He removed him ahead of you know, guys like J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift for simple fact that where he went. Don't get away from the tape. Then you look back like, hey man, back in December, January, and February, like this guy was here for me. And now he's going falling here, like eight, nine in the draft. Like, I'm going to make a move now from the second round. I'm going to give up my 22 first to get this guy. DeAndre Swift is falling. He's at pick eight. Okay, I'm at pick two, three. Hey, I'll give you two, three in my 22 first for DeAndre Swift. Oh, okay. Or not even for this pick. Oh, okay. Now today, that pick looks absolutely fantastic. Because now you gave up you know, a Brian Edwards, a Denzel Mims, and a next year 22 first for... A stud, a stud running a back stud that running you probably back. wouldn't be able to get next year. So, there you so go. Mm-hmm. get to com. Join in the herd. Like we said, get to YouTube, like, subscribe, hit that notifications button. Let's uh, let's get after this year. It's a big draft class. Just like we thought 2020 was a big draft class, 21 is just important. So if you're in a bottom-of-the-road team and you were this seed, this season, going into the offseason, you have a really big chance here to turn your team into something really special. Really special. And we're going to do that this offseason. Absolutely. So, uh, Good luck this week, and we'll be back next week. And then if you're a Nerd member, guess what? You get that bonus podcast coming up next. See you next week, Nerd Adios.